Happy Friday, happy Friday, Fresco Babies. How are we today? How are we? I'm feeling good. How are you? December is rank upon us. It is It is here. Everything smells of vanilla and gingerbread and pine, and how beautiful is that? Uh, no snow on the ground yet where I live. I wish I had some snow. I only really like snow until about December 29th. You know what? I'll take you all the way to New York. January 2nd. Get the snow out of here. But until then, it's a magical winter wonderland. And I stand by that. Uh, currently, it's 45 degrees. So, yeah, d- global warming is a thing. For sure. For sure. D- you can't just let one snowstorm get in the way of one opinion. Anyways, this week, um, let's just say it's not so much of a funny episode we just get a little serious you know my personality lately has been very serious not a lot of room for jokes other than like cynical jokes and I'm not really sure I like that version of myself necessarily we talk a lot about just like theories and nostalgia and it's just one of those episodes and uh I talk about a ghost encounter that I've had um we talk about some creepy things it's a it's a fun episode you know the thing about doing a podcast is it's long-form content, which means you get every inch of somebody's personality, and that's what I really, really, really like about it, is it's not just one dimension. It's interdimensional. It's every dimension of a human being and everything we've been through. That's the best part about this. That's why I love listening to podcasts. That's why I created this podcast is because on the outside, Fresco seems like a happy-go-lucky guy, but on the inside, I'm rotting like a pear left outside at lunch in May. You leave the pear outside, and a squirrel has come, and it's burrowing its way into my core. It is. (laughs) It is eating at my soul, and I think it's getting better. At least I have a little sweetness left. I'm out of time. Sorry about the pear squirrel metaphor. I hope everybody has a fantastic rest of your Friday. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. Great to see you, buddy. How are you? Good, man. How are you doing this week? You know, it's been an okay week. Things have felt a little gray for me lately. I think we, we kind of talked about that last week a little bit. But, you know, it's just that time of year. Just that time. It shouldn't be that time of year. It's, it's Christmas. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels. Yeah. It, you know, you've got getting less sunlight. It's getting colder. It's getting annoying to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, you got to scrape. I got to scrape my car every day. Oh, that's dude, not a great that feeling. is the worst. Yeah, that's the yeah. actual worst. Yep. God. Uh, I watched the Santa Claus last night. Are you familiar with the film? Big Tim. Dude, Big Tim Allen in it. Tim Allen. Yeah, I'm familiar with the with the fucking Santa Claus. You know what's weird <clears throat> is watching that as a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> I so the whole plot of the movie is right. It's like divorced dad versus new stepdad. And his and the kid's mom, right? Okay. Wants, yeah, you know, I have Tim Allen wants to spend time with his kid. 
the mom, the mom's new husband, Neil, is not a huge fan of, of Tim Allen's character, right? Right. Uh, so then Tim Allen's character, they have a wild Christmas. He ends up being Santa Claus. Obviously, mm. they believe the kid who's claiming these things is lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he keeps wanting to spend time with his real dad because his real dad is Santa Claus. So the whole plot mm. of the movie, I would say it's like a subplot, is this like legal battle for visitation rights because they think that Tim Allen's character is like becoming Santa Claus to like manipulate the kid into spending more time with him. Mm-hmm. So like he goes through excessive weight gain and he grows his facial hair out and dies and it, it like turns white, but I think he dies it. So it's like, it's this weird, I like side with the, with the mo- kid's mom. I'm like, yeah. Cause you have to look at it from her perspective. She doesn't believe in Santa Claus. So to see her ex-husband doing this to spend more time with her kid, like that's such <laughs> emotional manipulation. And like, I, I was like, Oh my God, I'm a grown up. Cause I understand now why they had to get a lawyer. Yeah. How wild it is when like he goes with Tim Allen on Christmas Eve and they like put out a missing person case uh, for someone dressed as Santa Claus kidnapping kids. It's like, that's crazy to think about. Creepy. It's very cre- problematic. Very creepy. It's not the magical oh, fun one. time I remember. It's like a weird right. adult yeah. battle film. Yeah, man. Growing up will do that to you. I think that's the... I don't know. I, I love Disney Plus. I love having the ability to do that. But man, those shows just do not hit like they did back in the I day. I still really we liked it. I still like just, I have such a nostalgic heart. And you know this, you make fun of me for it. Yeah. I have such a nostalgic heart that, like, you know, that just works on me. I, I, I like, it puts me in a kid's state of, state of mind sometimes. Yeah. Like, I remember where I, I was when I first watched it and, and how that feel, felt with, like, my family, you know? I don't want to ruin anything for you, but I may, I may ruin something for you. Okay. Do you think that Disney Plus is, although it allows us to revisit those times, it also is, is taking away from that nostalgia? Because part of that nostalgia, it's, it's sort of perfect in our memory when we remember those beautiful moments from when we're kids. But kind of the beautiful part about it is also knowing that we can't revisit that time. And Disney Plus, I don't know about when I I watched three episodes, and it was That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, and then mm. Wizards of Waverly Place, and it I I felt a little gross afterwards because <laughs> I I'm not kidding, man. Like I I remember watching some of those episodes of Hannah Montana so fondly, and then get, having being able to actually rewatch them, I I don't know. It just felt a little weird. I mean, what are you saying? You're saying that because you can, you have the ability to watch it as an adult, you realize it's not at the same as you thought it was as a kid? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just felt maybe like a, how into it I was as a kid. Like I was obsessed with those Disney Channel shows and I just, I don't know, man. I, rewatching them made me feel a little gross because maybe they just weren't as high of quality. Like they were just so... Yeah, man. I, I don't know why that makes you feel gross. Or I, 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 you, you haven't convinced me whatever your point is. Uh, it was like a cheap high. It just felt like a cheap high, you know? I've had every cheap high there is, and they're all good for a little bit. Oh, I don't know about that. I would have to disagree. But, Wait, it's like McDonald's, um, though, you know? Like, it's like a McDonald's happy dude. meal. You have a happy meal now, you're like, this, yeah. is, this is it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's just kind of, I just felt, maybe I just, uh, 
amped it up a little too much in my head. Like I was a little too excited and then it just didn't quite, you know, it yeah, was man, a little I mean, underwhelming. Nothing you, like, the reason I still like Star Wars is not because Star Wars is an amazing movie. It's because I remember finding out that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's dad and that feeling when I was like 12 and watching it with my dad. That's why I yeah, watch it, to revisit, right. to, get, to get little hints of that feeling of wonderment again that is just gone by the time you hit like 24. That's just out yeah, of the door. Yeah, I suppose. And then you can just get a little tasty taste of it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not, dude, I'm not trying to really sell you. I just am trying to say that when I went by that last episode of Wizard of Waverly Place, I felt weird. I How old were you when you did this? Good. This is just like recent. This was months ago, two months ago, maybe. Yeah, you're not supposed to like that show when you're in your 20s. I know, but I was hoping for more of like, a, oh man, I remember this episode. But by the end of that one, I was like, oh fuck, this was kind of a, like, I really liked, I don't know, I was, like, really obsessed with these shows, and I spent a lot of time watching TV, that's where my mind was, but yeah. anyway, man. I spent a lot of time watching good. TV, too, I've, I found, did you ever watch the channel G4? Yes, the gaming channel? Yeah, yeah, they, it was, like, tech new, it used to be tech TV, then it changed into G4, where it was more, like, video game and, like, PC-based. Uh, okay. I used to like tech news stuff like that i used to be so into that channel and this thanksgiving they did a reunion special with like the hosts of their like most popular shows which i all watched you know like i watched all of those shows like x play and and uh attack of the show was a big one for me i watch it every day at 6 p.m like i love and it was like honestly they're basically like youtube channels before youtube was a thing you know like they're pretty low budget cheap comedy um so that led me down the rabbit hole of going and watching some of like the best moments from those mm. shows like on youtube like there's people who just put like compilations out there of like best moments from attack of the show like this is like 2007 2008 and um man it still holds up to me like it's still nice. funny like it, it's they're bringing back g4 i probably won't watch it now because like I was mostly into the video game stuff and like the movie stuff, but like, man, it was just so cool to watch. It's so cool that on YouTube, you basically can watch anything you want. Yeah. Like we, that's so cool to me. Yeah. Me, one of my old college buddies and I would get drunk and watch old episodes of silent library. Remember that one? Silent library was that yep. weird show that was on MTV for maybe three Dude, or four seasons. We've talked about this before. That, oh, we after, that, that afternoon block of MTV just absolutely killed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Ah, nostalgia is so weird. Nostalgia actually, too, is related to trauma. Processing trauma. That's not good for me. Because that means I no, got a lot of yeah. trauma. It's interesting. Yeah, right, because you're a very nostalgic person. I wrote a paper on it. I, I, like, wrote a paper I know on that I have trauma but I don't know what all the trauma is, which kind of scares me. Yeah. And that's, that's how you know it is trauma because you suppressed it. And um, it, the paper wasn't written on nostalgia. It was a part of how the, um, it was basically just about how the baby boomer, it was about Donald Trump's make America great again. And how he mm. like, you know, there, there was no point where America was great. It's just, he's 
um, using uh, generations, uh, essentially is triggering nostalgia in them for them yes. to go back and say, my oh, dad man, talks about that so all good. the time. Yeah. On right. Thanksgiving, we had a family prayer over zoom where he said, thank God we live in the best country in the world, like the greatest country right. in the world. That right. is something, I mean, Trump understands people. He's a media yeah. icon. He understands yeah. ratings and how to like, that's how he got so popular. Like yeah. that, the Make and, America Great campaign is genius because it elicits yes. this false pride people didn't even think they had. Right, right. As, yeah, a, you, uh, you as, get, a, as a response to what they don't, a general dislike of what's going on around them. Yes, and everybody is nostalgic. Like you think of a memory you had when you were seven. It's going to feel good. And like, so you, maybe your dad, let's just say he's 10, young, 10 years younger than my dad, but he's still a boomer. So you ask my dad, when was America great? Oh, when I was seven, America was great. And ask your dad, when, when was it's America when great? when he was a kid. Oh, when I was seven. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There, there was no time where it was great. There wasn't like a, oh, it was great, and then it was shitty. You know? Dude, <laughs> it was a process. Have you ever watched the movie Midnight in Paris? No, I've not. I've never got to watch it. It's a classic. It's got Owen Wilson in it. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Not a, hashtag not a sponsor, Amazon Prime. <laughs> uh, for an annual cost of $79 a month, you get two days free shipping on every item, plus a, a, a catalog of videos and songs you can listen to at any time, just with that one time fee of $79.99 annual. Anyway, back <laughs> to it. Midnight in Paris, right? Yeah. It's about this guy on a trip with his fiance. She's a little highbrow, he's a writer, artist type. Um, but they work together, they're cute. Anyway, what happens is. He believes he like loves Paris. He loves, he's like, oh, to be in Paris in the thirties would be amazing. Would be amazing. So one thing leads to another and he, not to give anything away. He like go, he ends up with the ability to go back in time to the thirties and like experience Paris mm. in the thirties. Wow. And everyone in the thirties is like, oh, the first decade of the 1900s was the best. If only we could go back to then. And it, essentially the movie just highlights on like, you're always trying to get to a better time. You always think a time is better than the one you're in right now. That's just the yeah. way it is. That's the human condition. Yeah, that one, that one kind of sucks. But yeah, because people are always like, when, yeah, when you're a kid, you want to grow up. And once you're grown up, you just want to be a kid again. Oh I don't want to be a kid again. I think life's gotten better with age. Personally, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about being in my 20s. Yeah, man, the freedom to do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm very lucky. I, I don't have student loans or anything like that. Like I don't have a, a yeah. mass amount of debt mm -hmm. that's keeping yeah, that's me excellent. anywhere, you know, like I'm yes. poor for sure, but like, I don't have that like monkey on my back of debt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Um, so you say you're poor, you're not get, what about all that podcast income? It's from been this? rough. It's been rough. <laughs> How do you think pays for the equipment? Not you. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not me. Who do you think pays for this quality piece? Look at this. <laughs> who, do you think, who do you think pays for that? Ah, That's That was yeah, a I visual joke just for me and Wannabe because this is an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we spoke earlier this week, Fresco, you were saying you were, you were going to have to have a plumber come in? Yeah, I had some plumbing issues. Uh, so my sink has always drained a bit slow. Okay. Um, and no I've gotten used that, right? to it. I've gotten used to it. Um, but there was a day this week that it came to a complete standstill. 
and I let it go overnight because I was like, maybe it'll drain throughout the night. You know, like it's done that before. And then something kicks loose and it goes. Did not happen this time. And I woke up to possibly the, the most foul smell I've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> I mean, we're talking decades of, oh, of, no. of gutter smell from those pipes. Like every time like a little bit of water would go through the way that like volumetrics work is you know like a little gas would pop out from the other side of the clog because it's like replacing yeah like it replaces the space from the fluid and so then that fluid goes all the way up through your pipes and so it like your your drain like farts all this old pipe air and it's like the worst smell ever so and i i did not i neglected to tell you this i also did not tell my landlord this so i hope they can't hear me right now um because he lives next door to me so I Googled my problem and said, I'm going to take care of this on my own. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're like this. I don't like asking for help from the landlord. I don't want to try to do things my own. No, even I though it's there, interacting with landlords. Yeah. Even though we're like kind of, we're casual friends. I see him once in a while. We share a porch. We've shared beers. I still don't want to ask for Like, that's just like an inconvenience, you know, to ha- yes. I don't want to inconvenience anybody. Yes. So I find out that you don't even need the tools to take out PVC pipe. They just unscrew. They just have, and they have like hand unscrew, like the parts that unscrew have like handles. So it's like super easy to grip. Um, So I get the idea. I'm going to grab a bucket and I got a bucket and I'm going to find this clog, you know? So I start unscrewing things. Water's, water's going in the bucket. I'm not spilling any of the water, but I'm, I'm cleaning out the, every pipe. I, I cleared out every pipe, probably seven or eight pieces of pipe. I cleaned everything out in the, in the bucket, in the water. Like I just, so like my pipes were so clean, right? Uh, then I look back and I kind of got, I had this like furious bout of inspiration to do this. I then realized I didn't take note how to put any of it. Like I didn't take note of how any of it was. Oh, was set up. I just started ripping pipes out. I just started ripping pipes out. Oh my God. Um, this part, it was kind of fun. I, it was taxing. Cause I was like on my knees underneath the sink for like an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, but it was kind of like Legos, but with no rule book. Cause I just had right. to figure out, I knew that I had the shapes and I just had to kind of figure out, uh, how they fit together, which for my ADHD crazed brain was super rewarding when I got everything okay. back together. And I was yeah, like, so then I turned the sink on. I'm like, man, I unclogged all these pipes, right? Turn the sink back on. All I did was clear the water out of the pipes. The clog is actually deeper than like the PVC under the sink. It like went, it was like in the wall. It was like further oh, down, man. deeper in the wall. So I turned the sink on, feeling all accomplished. Water starts going down freely. I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then it starts backing up. Just <laughs> all I did was like Damn. replace all that water. Uh, the smell went away, but then the next day we had to call the plumber and, uh, it ended up being a very inconvenient day just cause I had to leave. I don't like leaving my door open mm-hmm. to the world, but the plumber had to get oh, in. I, I had errands to run. Landlord said he was watching the door. He won't let anybody in, but people are sneaky. People yeah. are sneaky. We know that. And so it was a little unnerving, but, uh, yeah, plumber had to get a 25 foot industrial snake out. Um, on his first attempt, he's like, I'm not, I'm not finding anything. Turns out the clog was just hard enough that he was just like hitting the tip of it. 
And so then he went back in, he like had to pulverize it a second time and finally like crushed up the, the, uh, the clog ended up just being, oh he God. said, just eras of tenants living in this place. Just like things kind of must've gotten knocked loose somehow. And there it is. Decades and decades of tenants just yeah. pouring. Well, I mean, this place has been around since the 1800s. So, so centuries of cloggage. Yeah, it was like the late 1800s. Um, some rich people from New York State. We used to have a huge orphan problem in this town because uh, it's really it's just a, it's a logging town, so it was just like a bunch of brothels and orphans running around. Because um, not a lot, of, it wasn't like a big family town yet. It was like people would come here to work and live and live here, and then like they weren't setting up shop; they were just like working. And so working and fucking working and fucking and so there's a huge orphan <laughs> problem so i guess there was like multi there's multiple houses around this town that were built by benefactors to help with the orphan problem oh wow and i live what in one the of them hell? Well, it's not haunted i would have known by now i'm very sensitive to uh ghosty things paranormal activity well i just i'm, yeah. I'm paranoid yeah um my house here i'm not sure when it was around but um this one's not haunted but the last one i lived in was definitely haunted and i was doing my laundry and i went down and we'd always joke that there was a, a little dead girl living there because we had gotten mm. some there were just weird closets in weird weird small closets yeah that happens spot. in older houses that's like for some reason that's a thing yeah um, i think it's just like they had purposes and then they just ripped those purposes out and just put a little door there. I don't know what it is. It's weird though. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, weird little closets in weird areas you wouldn't expect closets to be. But anyway, um, maybe it had something to do with just keeping as much shit inside as possible because they didn't want to have to, you know, go outside in the winter or whatever. But um, maybe, maybe. We we always joked about, you know, the little dead girl in the closet or whatever. Yeah, I think um, more than likely and... what those closets serve is a purpose that is no longer necessary for you to live because of modern technology. Yeah. So whether it was like, there's probably something very common they did when the house was built where they needed little gateways between rooms or floors, like laundry chutes, stuff like that, that we don't really do anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like your tonsils. It, you, you, we have them, we don't need them. But like they could have had like things like uh thin metal wires connecting the rooms and through those things you could talk to each other stuff like that yeah vestigial items vestigial yes <laughs> vestigial um i anyway i went down and i was doing laundry one night and i we i don't know why i think i dropped something behind the dryer and i reached back and i grabbed the thing I, at least i think i grabbed the thing that i was reaching for and i come up with a small doll a small little female doll. Okay? I don't like that so at all. I go dude. up, I show my roommate I'm screaming because this is after the joke that it's a little dead girl. You know, nothing prompted that other than someone was like, oh, it's probably a little dead girl. Mm -hmm. And then we find the doll. And then we find that there's a little in the basement, the creepiest basement I've ever, like about any of house that I've ever lived in. Yep um near the dryer and the washer it looks like it's just a wall but there's actually a, like if you could pull it out there's a little handle and it's a tiny little shower room and this was extra creepy because i used to live right next door to a church i believe it was a methodist church and yeah. this was the house that the priest used to stay at of that church 
so there was this tiny little shower room with like a weird hose sticking out and then like the little dead girl doll and then one night um a friend and i i actually had asked her to i was like i need you to come and help me with the laundry i i have to do laundry but it's like 9 30 it's dark i can't do it by myself i can't go down there by myself and we go down and and we hear this faint singing of like faint little girl singing and so we both ran back up we looked at each other and dude, I'm not superstitious. You know, I don't believe in the paranormal. I'm, I, mm. I wasn't looking. I say that too, but that's because I'm scared of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But um, we, we were both there and we went down and we look up and we're like, no, no, no. And we just sprint outside. And dude, then, uh, I've awful. been to this house yes. and I yes, saw yes, a ghost. Yes, 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 yes. Remember? I forgot about that. Yes. Guys. Dude. Guys. Okay. Okay, so I well, well, let me just say we both like searched for the source of the singing, and it was possible because it was a duplex. It was possible that one of the um, upper tenants was that's like, most likely a movie what happened. Was the singing most likely? But what no happened. one was home, dude. That we knew of. We went up, and there was no oh. apparent. There was no. There was no um, sign that anyone was home anyway. It's still possible. It's possible. Now, okay, you got to tell your story because that was yeah. a wild night. So we were just hanging out, <clears throat> having some drinks. I will say that just so the let the record show. Yes. But we were having a conversation, and all of a sudden, I see this gaseous. It wasn't in the form of anything. It was more like an orb, but it was like, <clears throat> let's say like, I don't know how to say this. You know when a teapot goes off and, and, and like steam kind of hangs in the air and it comes out of it and it's like a little ball of steam? Yeah. It was like that. It was like a ball of steam. And I saw it and it moved across the room. And I, go, I talked to – it was us and one other person. I was I just saw a ghost. And you guys just start laughing like it, I'm you joking. You said it very well, – I was like mid-sentence, casually. I think. And I was like, I just saw a ghost. I you just were, saw a were. ghost. It was weird. It was like this. It was like this apparition. And someone was mid-story, and you were you very casually stated, "I just saw a ghost." Yeah, it was weird. I was like looking at you what? talking. It was like over your left shoulder, and I just like saw it appear yep. and move over you. And I was like, "Oh my god, I just saw a ghost." Yeah. And they, I mean, it was wild. I will say one more story. Um, this is again in like a an old college house. It was actually it's actually very near to where I saw this ghost. And they always said their house was haunted. Um, but I, we, were, we used to drink there pretty regularly. That was kind of like the, the place we would convene. And there was this one time I was like talking with like three people. And all of a sudden, we just started hearing whispering, like random whispering. And we all heard it. And we're like, you guys hear that whispering? And then it just went away. And like that kind of stuff would happen all the time at their place. Like they would all be like hanging out and then like someone would hear whispering. Really, really weird. That is very odd. Yeah. There was one house in that town. Um, I believe your hometown where people were talking about it's famously haunted and um, people said that like plates would fall off of Mm -hmm. tables or like they would come out from the shelves and everything like that, like extreme signs of it being haunted, which, um, you know, it's always hard to say. It's always hard to say. Um, we, where I work, the coffee shop where I work, um, yes, this is not my full-time job. I do not do the podcast full-time. I do have a job. Um, 
coffee shop where I work when we first <clears> opened <throat> up. It used to be a brothel. It's a very old. It's it's the town it's in. It's like the oldest building still standing in town. Um, mm. It was a railroad town. And it used to be a brothel. It was a bar, but like before that, it, it like was off the books. So we're just kind of assuming it was a brothel. Anyways, um, it things used to just like randomly fall off shelves that like weren't, mm-hmm. um, that like didn't, that weren't like near the edge or falling off. You know, like mm-hmm. things would just fall over. Um, mm-hmm. like cups would fall down and break or like that happened all the time. We started joking that mm-hmm. it was a, that it was a brothel ghost. Um, and then, uh, the owner who had spent way more time in the building cause he like gutted the whole thing and like remodeled it himself. Uh, he is a doctor and we were working one day and we were talking about these things and he goes, Oh yeah, there's a ghost here. Um, and we're like, okay, are you just messing with us? Because he's also the type of guy to mess with us. Mm-hmm. But he said that he had a patient who was like, I don't want you to find this weird, but I'm a medium. And there's like a spirit following you. And um, he's like, oh, she's like, she doesn't mean any harm, but she is there. And uh, she died in a lake. And she, like, that's all she knows. And um the place I work is like right up the road from a lake, which is so oh, weird. Shit. So like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in that stuff. Sun's going down. It's a little easier to believe in that stuff when the sun's going down, but like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to, but then I kind of don't at the same time. That's, that's my thing man. I want to really badly. And that's how I know I probably shouldn't. Cause but I also, t- it's, I also think like, ghosts might just be echoes of a Mm -hmm. time rather than like a sentient being Mm -hmm. you know maybe yeah like when people see apparitions and and ghostly figures is it simply just an echo uh because and i've mentioned this in the podcast before i kind of believe that everything is happening in one singular moment all we're perceiving is right now, but I think everything is happening at one time, you know? So is it possible yeah. that some of these things are just kind of like skip, like, I don't, we don't know how the world works. We don't know how the universe works totally. We think we yeah. do, but. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Why would the, my thing is like, why would the ghosts come back? Are they, is it unresolved? Do people's souls get well, that's what I'm trapped? Saying. It might not be that there are ghosts at all. It may just be, you're getting like a, a quantum physics thing, like the moments happening over and have over. Have you ever listened to a record player and the record scratches and you'll hear like the needle will skip, will skip a track and you'll hear a part of the song that is from like a minute ago and then it'll go right back. It's like a really quick, like the this yeah. needle just skips over a line. It's mm-hmm. like life as we know it is that record where we're experiencing wherever the needles dropping is what we're hearing right now. That's what's current, but the whole song still exists. And I think once in a while, whether it be quantum physics or something, there are fields of energy or something that may pop up, like pop a part of a life that happened where we are right now quickly. And that's what ghosts are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I think that's a very interesting thought. I don't know how much the, you know, validity there is to it, but, um, I like it. I say we keep it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, You're all stuck with the guy yeah. who tells his parents all the time, I think anything you have the ability to believe in exists in some way, shape, or form. Right. So when they're now like, believe in God, I'm like, everything exists. Do you, I mean, you want to do philosophy corner? Is that cool quick? Yeah. You're touching let's do on it. some. Dreams. Required readings. A philosophy class you had to take to graduate with a liberal arts degree. Listen in as Wannabe takes us down the deep, deep path that never ends into our own minds. This is the Philosophy Corner. Um, you're touching on a philosophy. Essentially, what you're talking about is idealism. So, yeah, um, we've, we've, we've hinted named, on it in the past. Yeah. Yeah. George Barkley um, said that, well, his idea of like how life started was that um, God created, God had the idea of making humans. So God creates humans. And we know that because we have minds, like God created our human minds and we can perceive of God. So where did that original idea of God come from? Specifically, where did the idea of perfection come from? We have the capability to perceive of the idea of perfection and therefore um, perfection must exist somewhere in the world. However, sure. that becomes a problematic um, circular argument because it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the idea of perfection in our heads allow us to perceive of God? What he said was that everything that exists depends on a perceiver. And that would suggest that the human mind being able to perceive of the God would actually have to come before the God itself. But he's saying that God would have had to put that idea of perfection into the human mind. Do you see that circularity sure. there? Sure. And that's, kinda, but it kind of seems like a, like a paradox. It, it's well we just call it a circular argument and it's fallacious and that's why when people say that like if you can dream it you can do it it's actually that's nonsense <laughs> because we <laughs> give we up on your dreams kids give up please give on up on your dreams please stop saying that everything is possible it's not um but what really is that we typically more so depend on experiencing a physical thing and then we can have an idea of it and like we can think of uh, a purple mountain even though a purple mountain may not exist in the world i have an idea of purple and i have an idea of a mountain i can cram those two things together but i can't come up with something that i haven't experienced yet in the world now the um sort of exception to this is newborn babies and the human language we we seem to have some sort of like hard wiring in our brains that actually um yar like yearns to learn our mother's native tongue and it's, it's, it's wiring that is sort of like in us innately. And they, mm. they still can't figure out exactly how we learn language. And it's actually, it's actually quite fascinating to think about. But there are aspects of us that are just sort of there and we're designed to have them um, without yeah. having any uh, physical exposure to them um, prior to like, you know, the getting out of the womb. Sure. And I mean, that goes into like a nature versus nurture argument. Yes. And, and, you know, is it possible that we have you know, gene memory, you know, like instincts that yes, are baked exactly. in, into our DNA in the yeah. same way, like the, the duck flies South when it hits a certain day, yes. like when there's certain environmental triggers, does it learn that or does it know that, you know? Exactly. Yes. Language. Um, I, I, I do think communication as, as a human species, communication is innate. I do think it's baked into our DNA. The, yeah. the want and need to communicate with other beings, I think, makes us especially unique. Um, right. 
and the lengths we've gone to make communication and the the transmission of information from one person to another as easy and and complex as possible you know like when i say complex i mean you know we're talking over a video chat Mm -hmm. in 1998 when xenon girl the 21st century just to wrap it all the way back to disney plus she had a video chat device that was like Mm -hmm. an ipod that she talked with her friends on and it seemed otherworldly. Wow. And now I have three <clears throat> different screens in front of me right <laughs> now that I could pull nice. up pretty much anybody. You know, like yeah. I have the ability to pull up anybody on the planet. Not that I know of those people, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is nuts. It is nuts, dude. Yeah, it's funny to see how those pieces of technology came to life. Like, um, I don't know, remember the... Like the giant pear pods on iCarly. No, I never watched. You're a little younger than me. You got a different generation of show. But this is another thing we need to talk about. Someone had to dream up that technology that was not possible, that you just said is is based in fallacy. In order to get to, you have to dream the impossible in order to do what is possible. Yeah, yeah, those, that's a good point. Those the, big the thinkers are the ones. This is why people like at Apple and Google, like the crazy tech companies, they're thinking on a level that like you and I just simply can't comprehend. Because someone at right. Apple, like someone like Steve Jobs, sees a world that we just don't have the. He just saw a world that we didn't have the tools to see. Like right. you have to think past the confines of your modern era to right. come up with the new things and think about what's impossible now that might be possible later. So I think yeah. that in some ways, what you said about idealism, I, I think that's some flaw. There is some flaw to that thinking because mm-hmm. what is impossible is is a something that's always changing. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that uh, especially like thinking about the internet, like how in the world did they think? You know, it just doesn't. Even if you take what was around, you know, you think of it as a a mode of connection or communication it's just unreal to think of that but yeah it's not that all of idealism is like inherently flawed it's just that that um that one argument you know sure but yeah oh god so now my now i can't think because i'm thinking about the internet and how vast the internet has become yeah man like there's a scientist in the in the late 1800s who said like everything that has been invented or everything that will be invented has been invented yeah and then like the plane came out like 15 years after that and then i always i think about this all the time i've probably mentioned before the fact that the wright brothers flew like this balsa wood glider in kitty hawk like it was like 170 some feet and then 66 years later we landed on the moon that is an insane leap 66 years is like the lifetime of one person yeah i mean most people i know we're seeing things change fast now but like think about the time span of 1903 to 1969 we're talking multiple world wars technology booming the third industrial age with with ford and where like huge industrial areas we're seeing the the rise of detroit and then detroit now is just like absolutely you know like not trash that's insulting 
Yeah, uh, trash. That's actually a racialized term as well. Um, it's just not cool anymore, right? Yeah, but it's coming back. But that's the thing is like, what is next? Yeah, we're, in, we're no doubt going to see something else. Yeah, and I I honestly don't want to be here when it. Well, a lot of people are saying was that Elon Elon Musk's thing where he's going to essentially put like broadband in our heads in our spinal cords or something like that. He's gonna he's gonna like uh, uh, bandwidth. He's gonna expand the bandwidth of the human brain. I forget what he calls it, but that's what yeah, he's the Neuralink. The Neuralink. Neuralink. Thank you. Yeah, but that, here's the thing: you know, that thing is so underdeveloped right now. I yeah, man. all it's I I saw his big press conference on it this year was he neuralinked a pig, a truffle pig, and he was able to all he was able to do was the machine would beep if the pig smelled the truffle. That's that's where they're oh, at wow. with that. So like that is cool, but we're very far off from like you and I communicating telepathically. However, when that happens, it's a, it's going to be such a slippery slope into like Wally world because the only thing keeping us from absolute insertion into the internet at this point is the only way to input is tactile. And we're even getting better with that with like voice search and stuff like that. But we are yeah. limited by there's a, there's a cone. I'm doing a visual for him on, for everybody on the podcast listening. There's a cone. There's a funnel where what we want still like it gets choked into what we want out of it, but that'll soon open up as technology gets more and more efficient and we're able to think things and it just appears. We're not, we're not even going to be, you're not even going to have to think about wanting something. The thought will just appear in front of you because your brain knows what you want eight seconds before you even know it. Yeah. The gray matter. Yep. So fuck dude. If you're like, I need direct, you don't have to go, I need directions to this place. You're gonna get in your car. And uh I don't know if that was hopeful. We didn't laugh a lot, but man, I think it was a very interesting episode. Yeah, and more insightful this round. All right, All right I gotta get I'll... my laundry. Love you, buddy. All right, man. I'm gonna call you today, okay? Uh okay, give I'll Real call quick. you in ten minutes. It's gonna be wild. Well, uh that's it for us this week. <laughs>